0: Welcome to the station of Decapitation Without Your Head. I'm Nasty Neil. I'm joined by creature actor Kevin Kepi. Very cool to have you here. Cool. Thank you, Neil. It's good to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, first of all, I have to tell you, Smile was amazing. I'm a big fan of Smile. And yeah. uh, it was very creepy. I think it worked on many levels. It was creepy, had cool, had effective jump scares, and also had very interesting themes. So, I thought it was. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just like a cool uh, jump scare movie. So first of all, like, how did you get involved in Smile?
1: Well, uh, it was just a really cool thing how it happens here, like in in L.A. Uh, I got an email from the casting director from Paramount. She contacted me, asked me if I had uh, a chance to uh, talk with the director about a film uh, in an hour and a half from that time. So, as you need to do, you need to jump on those emails when they come in or any kind of contacts, and I wrote her back instantly and uh, said, "Yeah, I'm available. I just got off my part time job at that time, thankfully <laughs> uh went straight home, uh turned on my zoom uh, uh like we're doing here, and then had to audition with with her and uh and Parker. Uh in my house right here that you know we can see on the video, so it's where all the magic happened yeah. <laughs> I know right? So yeah, they had me just uh kind of uh, act out a couple different um couple of different roles at the at the end of the movie, and yeah, that's how that happened and uh the nice thing about Zoom, how that technology works is that they uh they they recorded it and saved it and showed it to their producers and other people that needed to see it and I guess they signed off on it and it was off to the races.
0: Yeah. Well, that's very cool. A couple of things there. So did you um which roles
1: did you uh try out for at that time and audition for? It was really just the two at the end. I'm trying not to spoil anything necessarily sure, for anybody that hasn't seen it. it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just really the two or really the one at the end, but it is split up into two different uh characters essentially. And one was played by me, and then the other one was played by Marty Matulis, uh, who A is former who guest was... also on the show. Yeah. Oh, really? No yeah. kidding. Marty is on here. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I so I just did movement and voice for both of those uh roles, essentially.
0: Sure. Yeah. And another thing, um, more just about acting, not necessarily uh smile, the rise of Zoom and doing like uh doing the virtual um auditions. Has that is that better or worse for you as an actor?
1: Well, I, I haven't done it as much as probably a lot of other actors have, uh, since a lot of my the work that I do is through uh uh, my contacts and people who I know, different shops and, and people reaching out to me. So I haven't I haven't done as much on Zoom, uh, auditions through Zoom as probably a lot of other actors, as I said. Um, but it is nice uh, to do it at your home, prepare for it. Of course, you have to have all the materials ready for it. You have to have the screen, the right lighting, the right camera. And I think as soon as you can get that base down, that established, and you, you you get a feel of how it works then it, i think it just becomes really slick and easy um and pretty painless and i think especially being here in la just driving anywhere um is always taxing uh especially you know during rush hour times um of the day that happen like all day <laughs> um so so that is definitely advantageous for that um but the downside of that is that you don't get the immediate feedback from uh, the casting director, or if they wanted to see something different, you know, you're in an audition, you're you're right there with them, you're working with them, they're seeing you, um, also your energy, your personality. And so that is a downside I see with like Zoom or like uh, recorded auditions is that, you know, it's just, you're a digital file, and they can pass on you, they can delete you, (laughs) you know, (laughs) so... Yeah. So there's there's perks and there's other things that, that happen yeah. with that. So
0: so at that, well, after you get after they call you back and they say, like, you know, you're going to be in the movie. Do you get a whole script of the film or are you still at that point only know like uh, you're seeing the ending? Kind of depends.
1: Uh, how was it with Smile? Um, I think they initially with that, they just brought me in. Yeah, that's right. They brought they brought me in and also Marty, too into the shop we're working with um amalgamated dynamics incorporated adi who's done you know um they're they're no longer anymore they're working in company i believe but uh you know they've done all the aliens movies and, and predator and stuff like that um maybe not all the aliens but uh but anyway so they brought us in they worked I think one of the guys out.
0: involved with them actually played the alien
1: in alien three or yes. alien two or so. yeah Yes, I think so. Yeah, for sure. Um, So yeah, so we brought they brought us in, we talked with them. And we also did some uh, some movement, uh, recorded movement there uh, in their shop, and they sent it off to the director of Parker and have them look at it. And just to see, you know, kind of what role Marty would get what role I would get. And so from there, you know, they kind of pursed down further into that. And eventually, we got a script. um, Once things were kind of the dust was settled, and they're already casting or, hands and different things like that so but but, you know for the kind of work that that i do for that for creature acting and performance um as well as also probably marty as well is that it, it doesn't work like a normal acting uh as an actor kind of uh role whenever you get cast is that you know you get the role maybe do a table read you know, and they give you the script there and then you start studying the script and you, 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 whatever. So it's a little different for us, you know, sometimes, like I said, they just bring us right into the shop and start like slapping, um, silicone on us and, you know, and that kind of thing. So
0: <laughs> did you end up knowing anything about smile when you're actually uh, filming, filming it?
1: Yes. So I did definitely have the script before, oh, okay. before we we're filming it. Yeah. So, so after all the process of all the shop stuff, yeah, I had the script, I read it, Loved it. Loved mm-hmm. it. Um, so that's the thing is that, yeah, Parker wrote it. Uh, he wrote a, it was a short film he wrote initially, and it was really well received. And uh, so he, he just I, you know, I don't want to put words in his mouth or anything, but from what I've heard that he just kind of chewed on it for a while and just spent a lot of time on this feature film and uh, just really perfected it for how he wanted to, to make it as well as a script. So he directed it and he wrote it. And so he knew exactly what he was doing. And so the script, when I read it, was, uh, it read like that too. So it was very, it was very awesome. It was, and when you read a script, you can tell that, um, if it's, if it's, if you get excited for it, if it's fun, if it's moving, if it's captivating, then you know that if everything goes well on set, um, and with the director and everything that is involved in that, it's going to be awesome and amazing. And that's exactly what it turned out to be. And so yeah, it's not yeah, just because awesome. you're
0: here. I, I thought it was one of the best uh, horror movies of the year. We've had a lot of good horror movies over the last couple Sweet. of years, I think. And stuff that's uh like I always like um f- previously, a lot of the best stuff I would see would only be at like um at a festival or something, but they're releasing a lot of really good uh uh horror films theatrically.
1: Yes, I agree. Yeah, which I'm glad for. And and it's uh it's horror horror is great. Um horror is a very difficult genre to to write and to to make, but it's also cheap. It doesn't take a whole lot of money. Let's not like Marvel Marvel movies cost a lot of money. You know, horror doesn't take that much money. But uh but it's hard to make a really good horror movie because it's not just about the jump scares, of course. It's you know, it's there's so many different elements. And I remember when I watched Smile, um uh, they had a, a premiere of it uh in uh, Santa Monica, the West Coast premiere. And when I first saw it and I talked with Parker afterward and it was I, I, I guess I had new, I read the script. I was there on set. I knew my stuff. I knew it looked really awesome, but there's so many different elements to it. I mean, not only just like all the scary stuff and the story and, but like this, the, the sound design was just amazing. And so many, all the different elements um, that make a, a good film, a good film um is all that and that's what's very important for horror is not just the jump scare you you have to have the story the sound design the the theme the acting the directing the performance it's all the editing is a big deal and so i think i think smile turned out very well in that regard
0: yeah because i um the best way for me i always talk about watching a movie is on the big screen and usually people think of that for the visuals and that's true but the sound also is a big part when you're in a theater is you're surrounded yes. by the, by the sounds and that makes the movie much, that much more effective.
1: Yes. And the audience responds to that very well. too. That's yeah. yeah. Well,
0: mm-hmm. that's another thing about horror. That's the best uh, genre that or comedy to watch with a, with yes. people, you know, you Schindler's list, a great movie, but you know, you sit around and cry with each other. Maybe not, you know, the greatest experience, yeah.
1: but you know, you, uh, yeah, smile, you can react to it. Absolutely. Yeah. The funnest, the funnest times. I remember seeing uh, the Blair Witch Project when it came out in the theaters and like, that was fun, and that was fun to see in the theater um, because the the audience reacted in so many different ways. And you know, fun movies like that that those are worthwhile. And that's that's the importance of having a good theater experience, um, not just on streaming. Streaming is great too, but uh, sure. but yeah, it's yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm cheap. Uh, they're not paying me anything. I'm going to go
1: see Cocaine
0: Bear tomorrow because I want to ah, check sweet. it
1: out in the theater. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't even seen a trailer for it, but the poster's like awesome. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, who knows what it'll be, but I'm looking forward to seeing it in the theater. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So before smile even started to come out, like it started to really get a buzz. Like, I think it was, you know, when they started showing the trailers with like the audience reaction. Yeah. So like around that time, did they start to tell you like, this is going to get like a, a longer or a bigger theatrical release than you originally thought?
1: yeah i it was very really cool to see because i had of course i had no idea we shot we shot that uh shortly before uh i think two thanksgivings ago in new jersey so they they uh it was yeah less than a year when they brought it to the theaters and um yeah i had no idea where it was at that point in time what they're going to do with it and of course that they said that it was going to go to streaming paramount plus and and of course, it did very well with the theaters, uh, the theater audience. Uh, and uh, they said, OK, we're going to take this to the theater to the theater. So, um, yeah, it's it, I think the marketing, that's another thing, too. That was very cool. Um, yeah. Me driving around like Century City, Beverly Hills, all, West L.A., different areas like all around L.A. is just so fun at that point in time because so many billboards and so many bus stops, uh, like the the benches for bus for bus uh, stops had the uh, posters for smile everywhere. And uh always that one post at one look and boy, Paramount has did a, a, an incredible job and no doubt they spent a lot of money on the marketing, but boy, was it effective. And of course the baseball thing, you know um, it was, they did such a smart job with it. Uh, and, it and, I, and I think it really helped to sell the movie and a push it forward. And it did, and the movie spoke for itself, but boy, what a, I think that's a good um, example of how m- teamwork can be for uh, a studio uh, production company in that regard for everything to excel and vibrate efficiently.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think there's some really cool, uh, not only like good horror movies, but some ones that are very strange, like a uh, smile gets very weird at the end. And I like weird stuff, but it, uh, a lot of that, you know, I don't necessarily expect that from like kind of a mainstream film. So it really worked for, uh, for me on, on many levels.
1: Yeah, yeah, I hear you. (laughs) You But what's the secret to a creepy smile? Well, it depends. All right, do you, is it, uh, I don't know. Do you do that uh, whenever you wake up in the morning to the person laying next to you or like the, the girl you're walking behind in the alley? You know, it's all a different kind of is it a smile? Right. You're trying to <laughs> try to get out of this creepy smile. Yeah. 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 So it just <laughs> depends. But but um, but yeah, it was fun. And that's always a weird thing. People have uh, asked like Parker a lot of times, like, did you cast the actor's did they did you audition them for their smiles did they have to audition for their you know the smiles and be <laughs> like no um, so and that's a that's a fun thing with me is that um adi had d- did uh some fa- a fake dentures for me some fake dentures some dentures for me to make my smile even bigger and I have a big mouth and a big smile a lot of teeth and this face and so uh yeah so they had all these different teeth and stuff like that and they brought them to set um and so it was up to Parker to choose whether or not uh to to use my teeth uh with veneers on or uh with uh, the, the dentures that they made the ba- the thing with the dentures is that uh the, the line and different sounds I always had had in the movie I wouldn't be able to say that with these dentures and because they're just like it just really stretched my, my face out and Parker went with my my look my my mouth and stuff like that and so that was, I think, beneficial because uh, I've used my smile many times in my life. You know, um, I play the Joker on stage. Uh, oh, the, I can see that. that was... for, uh, for five years, I, that was a lot of fun and a lot of smiles. And uh, so I've I've really gotten to harness my creepy smile, and uh, and it really paid off. And I let my dentist know before and after I we, we shot that. I said, hey. This smile <laughs> is going to be big, and it needs. I, I, I appreciate you all doing all the work you're doing because it's going to pay off. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: well, how about that? The uh, Joker on on stage. What was that for?
1: So yeah, so I'm originally from uh, Iowa, Missouri, and uh, so Missouri in Springfield, Missouri, we uh, we had a production company there called the Classic Productions, and we did a lot of parody shows, original theatrical shows uh we had a several different theater spaces we we moved into but we did this uh uh batman uh parody show uh so the original scripts based off the 1960s you know batman tv oh, nice. show yeah so the original scripts and and uh so we had our, our normal team of actors there. There's, i always play the joker uh, my friend josh always played batman we had a multiple cast of robins. They often like gender-bended robins all over the all the place. Uh, but it was it was a lot of fun, was a lot of fun to do and uh really well received. And I really missed that. That was a really fun character. We did a lot of uh we even did like a, a spoof on the Batman movie, and like it had the big shark in there, and so like. Uh, but it was a lot of fun and yeah yeah, that that show wrapped after five years I'm glad you have
0: shark because that's a big part of the the old Batman movie with the shark repellent which uh, yeah exactly I'm a big fan of the the old Batman series
1: oh yeah yeah we all were too so we're we're just really enjoying it and the the audience really loved it and Springfield Missouri has a really awesome uh, theater community and fan community for all for everything and we did Buffy there. We did all, all set all seasons of Buffy on stage, like a parody show of Buffy, and that was a lot of fun too. And so yeah, we have we had a lot of fun there.
0: <laughs> well, um, a serious question is um, do you ever get offended if someone calls you a creature actor? Since you are an actor, would you prefer just to be called an actor?
1: Uh I not myself. I I, I call myself you know an actor and a creature actor. Uh sometimes uh some people can be offended if they be, are called a suit performer. So that is... Then you're kind of even a... taking away the, the term acting, yeah. Exactly. Um, where I can see what a suit performer is, is that like a suit performer that I've seen is that just a person... It could be a stunt. A lot of stunt people do it, just get into, to into a, a suit... Maybe they're a, a, a monkey in, um I don't know, Planet of the Apes or or another creature, an alien or whatever. And they're just like a body doing performance movement and stuff, which is very neat and, and awesome. Uh, but like what I heard, like uh, Derek Mears, who's also an actor and creature actor, and, you know, he said that, you know, I am I am an actor first and foremost. And you know, when I get a script, I study the lines, I study the character, the motivations of the character, what the character fears, wants, desires, conflicts, you know, all these different things that go into it. Even though you, you know the the creature or whatever you're playing, uh character may have a line or some gur and args and you know and roars, but uh there's a lot, there's a lot more to it. So so that's why I I kind of differentiate uh, like a super performer and a creature actor because uh, a creature actor is an actor that does, you know, creature performance and sometimes in a suit, not always, but um, yeah. So it's, it's all kind of a varied yeah. little bit. Uh, theme, Derek's you know. great as a swamp thing, which
0: I know they're yes. doing a new swamp thing movie. So I was kind of hoping uh, he gets, you know, in the movie. Uh, I version. know.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Derek's awesome.
0: And very funny guy too. He does uh, um, ad-libs, uh, that's cool. Yeah. I, I forget the term of it. There, uh when you uh the spontaneous
1: comedy on stage, it's a very oh yeah, okay. Improv. improv. improv? Oh cool. I yeah. didn't know he did improv. I could totally see that. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. But, yeah.
0: Are are you is there any um What kind of along those lines? Um is there any comp are you competitive or maybe not you personally? Is there like competition amongst uh people up for the same roles? Mm-hmm.
1: Well I I think that's a good question actually. So uh I think just generally in the acting community whether it's theater or film or commercials there's always you know low level high level whatever level of competition for for roles because people have they want roles. So uh, in in the actor the creature actor world there's definitely um I mean I'm not in I'm not in anybody, anybody's race except for my own uh to do what I can do and I I want everybody else to excel and to succeed in, in their dreams and desires, uh, but so I can't speak for what other people do, but uh, and how they behave, but. Um, but I know just on my behalf, I just want to do the best I can and, and, and lift others when I go along as well. And, and I've seen that with other people too. Um, some other creature actors and actors that I know that, you know, they've uh, sent me some stuff or said, Hey, I can't do this, or maybe contact this guy, or have you heard about this going on? And, and so that's just really awesome. Uh, I'm all about community myself. And, uh, and sharing and lifting and growing. And that's just, I think, a, a a more proper way to go about things than, um, just stepping on people's heads. But yeah. again, I, I can only say that for myself anyways. Yeah.
0: Well, I mentioned you were coming on my friend, Troy James, uh, was very oh, happy yeah. and he said when worlds Great. collide and he said, he, he, uh, met you at, um, I think it was monster palooza, I think.
1: Yes, yeah. When I first when I first came to L.A. in two thousand early two thousand nineteen, yeah, that's when I I met Troy there. Is uh yeah Monster Palooza uh, yeah Monster Palooza was there, and I've met I've, I've seen him a couple other times at other conventions. Yeah, he's awesome, and um yeah he he does he does such great work and yeah it's, and it's super cool. nice guy. I'm glad you know. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Awesome, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. uh Um. How how did you come about um doing this for the first time playing a creature?
1: Well, let me tell you, it started out when I was a young boy in Iowa, thinking of the dream of becoming a Hollywood actor. <laughs> but yes, I, I am from Iowa, but uh, I didn't start acting until my late 20s. And so I started just taking uh, acting classes for adults uh, at uh, Springfield Little Theater in Springfield, Missouri. The hardest thing I had ever done in my life was taking that first class and being um criticized uh for what i was saying how i was looking uh what i was doing because i was i've always been an introvert my whole life very very shy and that's why i knew i needed to go into acting because i needed to be able to express myself and and speak uh better to people and to not be shy and you know because it was it was uh it was dangerous for for my growth and future so yeah, so the first play I did, I, I took several classes there. It was it was a really awesome time, and the first play I did was uh, Dracula with my friend Nathan Shelton who who directed it. So we did that, and was it two thousand eight or two thousand nine? And it was a, a formulative sh- uh, show. Uh, it was a theater. It was an October show, <clears throat> and it was an, it was an amazing old theater in downtown Springfield, and uh, I auditioned for uh Seward and it was completely I was com- it was out of my league not that, that role at that time and I'm so glad I didn't get it because I was sweating bullets I was hoping I didn't get it but uh my friend Nathan he had uh he said that uh he's like you didn't get the role but we have some roles for vampires in the show if you would like to join us and I'm like yes that is my bang so so yeah so I got in there and I went to rehearsal every day even when I wasn't necess- needed and uh, so did some vampires. I played the, uh, the the sea captain, the dead sea captain. Played a uh, Dracula's assistant. Uh, so I think three different characters in that show, and it just lit lit my trigger. Uh, and I got the I got the theater bug, the acting bug with that. Just knowing exactly. Uh, to express myself in that regard, because I've always really enjoyed uh, monsters, creatures, I remember seeing, you know, creature from the Black Lagoon when I was two or three on black and white TV and, you know, monsters, whenever I was that same age, too. So I've always had a, a thing for monsters and creatures and things like that. And yeah, my whole life. And so, and this was finally a way for me to express my joy and love of it. And I got to see that in that theater and every night was sold out for that show lines around the the theater and sold out performances and people just dug it. They responded very well. It was, it was highly successful and it was a wonderful time. And So from there, I did more things with Nathan. We did like an Evil Dead musical and um, yeah, Night of Living Dead uh, live on stage. It was a lot of fun. I played Johnny in that and another zombie. And so, yeah, and did a lot of movies at at that time as well. My first movie was called a movie called Redneck Carnage uh, with my friend John Osinovich. And so that was that came out in 2008 or 2009. And yeah, so it was just bam, 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 bam after that and just course is meeting really cool people as as you no doubt know that you know the horror community is like um are just really cool guys cool, yeah and from cool girls from cool people, people yeah and
0: all different you people might think all horror fans are you know uh, tattooed guys with big beards and, yeah. and black shirts were but there's all different uh types of people and everyone is very um accepting
1: yes absolutely and passionate and fun easy to talk to uh, probably have uh, maybe a little bit shy in other ways, can, but can have like a lot of fun, express themselves and and geeky kind of ways that, uh, you know, so it's it's a it's I, I love it. Yeah, it's really awesome. Yeah.
0: Are any of those musical the horror theme musicals on YouTube or anything I would like to I'd like to. Watch yeah, right. Name. I don't yeah. know
1: if they that is. Um. Uh, yeah, I have I have a copy of that Dracula on DVD, but uh, Evil Dead, I'm not sure. I think I have a copy of that on DVD, but I'm not sure if it's on YouTube actually. So, because I know during the time, I, those theater companies had weren't able to post anything yeah. uh, out there for, for for other people to see uh, for contractual reasons or what, whatever. So, but I don't know. Yeah, I'll have to see about that if there was anything leaked on yeah. there or not. <laughs> a few
0: years ago for Halloween, uh, it was a small production of Silence, a musical in Boston I went to, and it was a Silence wow. of Lambs musical. And it was oh, one cool. of the most fun times I've been. Everyone was, they sang it like, you know, like it was very serious and it was very silly, which really added to the comedy for me. And
1: yeah, that's awesome, which it seems like what Evil Dead the musical is too. All and right. That's, yeah, that that's, um, that, is, that is a script that had that anybody, I forgot if it's a single French or who puts it out, maybe Dramatis, um, but anybody can do that, uh, put that show on, stage it. And I think uh, nationally, but. Uh, but we did in springfield another guy did in kansas city at the time and it's a it's a real fun script it's over the top really good numbers um what's the name all my friends are kandorian like demons or something like that <laughs> there's like, like yeah so you yeah. oh, know it's fun yeah it's a fun yeah. show
0: <laughs> yeah. the first uh live play I ever went to a um, little shop of horrors musical and uh, it was uh, uh, cool like, yeah when i was like sixteen or- um I'm trying to remember who Mr. Mushnick was oh Dom DeLuise <laughs> was Mr. Mushnick which was very cool that's cool <laughs> so yeah yeah. That's um, a good show. how different from going from stage acting to to doing a movie because I guess uh, from what I understand stage acting you have to play to the back of the room you want it big and then uh
1: uh for movie it's more close up yeah yeah indeed uh it, yeah and it, it, it's the same, but it's also different, too, whenever you're doing, like, performance stuff, like for monsters or bringing things in, because a lot of times... I guess that would be is, is that over the top, maybe. Yeah, it depends, like, because usually on stage, of course, you want to be big, you want to be bold, um, and you want to be really articulate with your mouth. Uh not even same lines or same lines, but in, yeah, in film you do It also depends on the shot. You know, if the if the shot's a wide shot, or if it's a close up or a medium, or whatever. You just have to be very mindful. With the theater, I think, as soon as you are trained and you know like what you need to do all the time, that's what you need, need to do. You play for, as you said, kind of the back of the room. you be big, bold move. But for for film, it is, of course is very close. And you have to be very mindful about where the camera's at what the shot is what they're looking for how fast you want to go uh and also sound too are, are you are they running sound do they are they running lines only do you need not to have any sound effects so there's a lot more intricacies of of filmmaking than than theater so in theater it's 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 more liberating as an art form uh as per, as a performer because you just did get to be and do um on opening night anyways so but film film is film they're all very amazing art mediums to me so
0: uh how much of smile was enhan- for your part was enhanced by cg yeah. or was it um was it all practical for
1: you it was all practical except for yeah, except for whenever I caught on fire. So the only thing they did for that is that there was a real guy that caught on fire that he lit himself up. Of course, you know, there was had a, had it a going on. So I worked with him over the choreography of, of my and our movement. So I did my movement first, you know, hitting the wall, hitting the chair. So he told me, OK, I'm going to hit the wall with my arm. And it has like accelerant on it. And the I think the wall had accelerant on it, so he's gonna hit the wall. He's gonna hit the chair, and then he's gonna hit the ground and crawl. So we had to mirror each other perfectly with our choreography. So I had that down. I did my, I did several takes of that. Then he did that with him. Uh, either he did it in one take or two. I don't remember, but definitely no more than two. Or so, and so. And the final movie where you get to see is is both of us blended together, as well as also a CGI version of me, kind of like of the body, kind of like you know eroding and, and falling apart. So that's the only CGI, CGI I think that they did for me was was that because they needed something, you know, falling apart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bernie alive. <laughs> yeah. So, um,
0: yeah. when did you first see the movie? Uh, the finished movie, Smile. Did you see it with an audience for the first time?
1: yeah it was there in santa monica uh, at the arrow theater uh that's where was it was a part of uh beyond fest i think was oh, that okay. correct i don't mean, know that might be correct um but yeah so that was that was definitely there america's cinematech um yeah beyond fest i think was in austin but uh but yes it was there early september i believe so that was the first west coast premiere it premiered in, i believe in austin before that so it was there and And it was, it was awesome. It was a good time. The audience had a great response and they had a talk back afterward with, uh, with Parker and yeah, it was very well received. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was awesome.
0: (laughs) Did you ever go to like festivals before that? Just like, uh, to watch movies or?
1: Totally. Um, I have, and actually, my friend Nathan and I, Nathan Shelton, we uh, we we produced a, a web series called Shadowbound. It's an it's essentially a ninety minute movie. Uh, it's about it's a nineteen twenties black and white Lovecraftian horror oh, uh, um, horror show. It's on YouTube. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you dig it. Uh, it's we uh, we did a, a festival circuit for that. It's been almost ten years now for that since we released that and. So yeah I've been to many different festivals for like web festivals and just we had a lot of, lot of nominations for that and and some wins as well and so so I definitely had that experience with that and also my experience with uh their horror candidates uh that they had at those festivals and where they were at for uh what kind of horror they're doing and also who won like um like we we were nominated for a lot of things but we didn't win some awards. I think like Miami, Miami, we're up for five or seven nominations, and I don't think we won any there. Uh so it kind of told me that um either our production sucked, but <laughs> um, but I think that the I think the audience or the the people that were giving away the awards or whatever just don't may not fully realize what the horror uh genre is or a, or a horror movie does. So it wasn't
0: like a specifically horror festival.
1: Correct. Yeah. It was, it was a general broad uh, f- film festival yeah. that had a horror category and stuff like that. And um, yeah. So, but it's interesting how some people just really understand horror and some people do not. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, that was one of the main things I missed uh, during the pandemic was festivals. Cause I'm a big fan of going mm-hmm. to, and I like uh, either what they call underground festivals or horror festivals. And that's What's cool. also fun is you usually don't know too much about the movie when you go in, which is hard to, you know, normally do at a theater.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I I know that L.A. has some good stuff. And I uh, I've only been here for a little over four years now. And then the pandemic, you know, took away a, a year or two for like theaters and things. So I definitely want to get back into checking out like different festivals that happen here as well as also around. So, yeah. Where was the YouTube
0: it. to uh, find the, the series? Because I'm definitely going to check that out
1: yeah it's uh i mean you can type up "Shadowbound" bound uh shadow web series that's right. gonna be the name uh, i don't remember offhand what the actual
0: um well yeah if people listen they'll link put that in. and i'll put the link on, on the uh okay great the, uh in the description here but yeah i well, like appreciate that, that
1: yeah of course yeah it's it's fun yeah i played several different creatures in it <clears throat> uh, my friend nathan wrote it he's inspired he's a big uh hp lovecraft fan of course and we shot that all in springfield and uh, had a great time uh we did what was a five episodes and we eventually turned it into a feature film and we, we didn't release it we, had pre- we premiered it but we didn't release it uh more nationally because we want we still want to go back and and put in some new uh some pickup shots and and redo the opening credits and things like that so so that's kind of been holding us back to releasing it more uh, as a feature, uh, but in a new score. But uh, the guy that, that scored the movie is uh, uh, Brian Arata. and uh, he's he's here in LA. He did music or he composed like the Family Guy uh, score and and lots of different things. And uh, so it's all original score, and it's you know it's title cards. It's just, you know silent black and white, so it's a lot of fun. So I I recommend everybody to check it out. And yeah, yeah no, it sounds really cool. Free. Not
0: just you here either. I think it sounds really yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And um, yeah. And now with the so many streaming sites, like uh, you know, it's more likely to get to get stuff out there, you know, for people to check out.
1: Yes, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's nice. This is a really cool time of time of our lives where we can just post stuff out there and share it, and you know, for for free, or you know, like you know, or post or share with friends on social media. And so this is versus like twenty years ago or whatever is a lot more challenging in that regard.
0: So, yeah, especially for like a yeah, like a short film or something. Usually, uh, mm-hmm. maybe it would have a festival <laughs> run and then it would just disappear because there's really nothing else to do with it.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, indeed.
0: So, uh Cabinet of Curiosities. Yeah. So this is amazing. I'm a big fan. Got all kinds of cool yeah. monsters and yeah. Uh, cool. So, how did we get involved in Cabinet
1: of Curiosities? Was this also Zoom? <laughs> it was not actually. <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah. It was a. Uh, uh it's, it was through a spectral motion contact in me i uh, about uh, a role available for that and to see if i was uh close to uh my size how close i was in size like to doug jones because they needed to ha- they needed to have this character to, to fit about the size of, of doug jones his body is or his height and all that kind of stuff and so uh, they brought i went in and talked with them and they checked me out and uh so that's where the ball started rolling with that and it was a great opportunity and those guys are awesome i love spectral motion and everybody that's there I try to visit as much as i can actually because they're awesome and so we just started off there and they got me into that one and the character for the episode uh called the viewing i believe it's episode seven that panos cosmatos uh directed he was also a writer on it too I think there was a couple writers on it but uh that was a fun role and it was a big creature suit uh articulate hands uh fingers that moved and uh yeah we shot we shot all cabinet up in Toronto and it was it was a great time and with good people um and I did two episodes on on that show which is really awesome yeah
0: the blob man looks very cool as well
1: yeah yeah they did such a good job on it yeah
0: when you see yourself you know fully in the costume uh, for that specifically what goes through your mind like when I see myself like after the fact or actually in it in it so like so you're actually wearing it and you see yourself in the in like in the mirror uh, if you yeah. could see through i don't know maybe maybe you're blind in that moment.
1: yeah exactly <laughs> i didn't i couldn't see myself really uh we didn't have a we had we had a mirror in the makeup trailer but we didn't have my mask on at the time actually sometimes i would have the mask on it was just hard to see actually so essentially they had these 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 eyeballs in this mask and they just had drilled out like where the pupil is and so i I had very small tunnel vision uh it was like looking down a tunnel (laughs) and it was it was very bizarre um and so i couldn't see very well so so i couldn't yeah yeah, um, that's a
0: running that's a running theme. Usually, when when I interview anyone that's been a monster of some sort, uh, uh-huh. and it seems like it's always been that way. Nicholas Vince in the original Hellraiser couldn't see as a chatterer, and and
1: uh, oh, Jason Miles
0: really? who played the new chatterer also couldn't see. So,
1: oh wow, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. With that character, there was uh, they had a really cool like silicone jelly thing that went over over top of of the mask uh, that zipped up in the back and this this jelly silicone thing, uh they put it on top and it was it w- it made the weirdest sounds inside because like not only am I we wearing this thick foam latex mask on, but this jelly thing like reverberated the sounds and foamed latex like. Sounds sound different as uh, more of a bass and uh, it kind of reverberates a little bit. But with this little jelly thing they put on, it was just like a blah 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 blah. And it was a, the weirdest sound. Putting it on is very uh, it was it was very strange. You have to not like worry about what's going on because it's kind of uh, it's, it's so alien like, yeah. um your for your senses and stuff and and then they gooped it up with all this uh not super slime but i've um forgot what they called it but uh sometimes it got my eye holes and uh so i couldn't see very well because all those goop was inside the eye holes and and um yeah it was fun i think initially i think initially they they didn't have eye holes in there and or even like initially a mouth hole but (laughs) they said yeah yeah. yeah, kevin needs to breathe (laughs) so (laughs) So they put out, they they took the mouth out, and then on set, I think uh, they put the, a little bit of eye holes for me, and they're like, "Okay, visual effects will take care of it afterwards." So, <laughs> but I think they just left it. So, but yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't know if you want to answer this or what. But um, what do you have to do if you're in a suit like
1: that and you have to use the restroom? It depends how the suit is made and what kind of restroom if you need to use. Two, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, indeed, and also. If you do something do you want to clean it afterward or who's going to clean it so yeah i mean a lot of the suits that i've seen have uh for, for men anyways have, have like a zipper or a flap in the front uh i think that one did i can't remember yeah it, it did and uh but it's also not very easy to get there but um but yeah so you just have to be Care, I don't. Know, you have to be very careful with what you're doing and you know it just depends how this how, how it's all made and i've been in, in some costumes and stuff like that where it's like a like a like a onesie or whatever and there's no way to access anything so you just have to like you know ask the customer nicely if they can make something like a hole for you or something so yeah,
0: yeah. um have you ever been freaked out uh wearing anything or is it something yes. that
1: you get used to okay Yes, I totally I totally did, actually. my my the first my first suit i I wore was a, and I wore I've worn prosthetics and makeup uh, for many years. And I did this one film, short film uh, wearing this really tight, uh, I forgot the material, but it's just essentially just a a creature suit, latex. and uh, it wasn't made to my body. <clears throat> so it was a little tight in ways. It was really tight in my throat. It was really tight in different areas. It was, it was laced up in the back. Um, my friend Mike Strain made the suit, and uh, he did a really good job with it. But it was very, especially for my first time being completely entrapped in it, uh, There's, I went into the back. It was, a, there's no, it was all one piece. So, a lot of suits will have, like, <clears throat> removable hands or arms or feet uh, and maybe, like, a mask or whatever. But this thing was all one thing that you just put on. It's essentially like a a onesie or uh like a morph suit essentially and um, uh, anyways he had some tight some little holes just a little bit here for me to be able to breathe because this was a faceless creature and um yeah and it was it, it got to me because <clears throat> for that scene this this we shot down this basement in Missouri it was February and it was very very cold and I was in the corner it was really dark uh, and those things just like, get very cold because there's no insulation at all. So it's getting cold and I had this sheet over on top of me. I couldn't really breathe very well. And, um, it just seemed like things were taking longer. And I, you just start thinking, you start thinking because nothing else is going on. And then I started kind of just getting a little frustrated or because I was cold or I was, didn't, didn't know what's going on. And, and I started thinking that, like the question came to me that said, like, if I want out of this thing, I cannot get out. And then, as soon as that question came to my head, that's when the, some panic started happening. And I have never experienced that before. And I said, "Okay, I can't get out of this thing, and I don't know where where we're at. I don't know where, where Mike's at. I know what's going on. And so, and of course, the more like this, I'm, br- I'm bringing this anxiety up. The more I'm like breathing heavier, which is creating more problems for me able to breathe in the little holes that are there and so then it was a bad deal but but mike was right there off to the side and he was able to help me out and just said hey just talk with me what's going on and so he was he was an awesome guy and he was i really really appreciate him for being there but and um yeah so awesome for him but that was an interesting experience my be my, my behalf because as like i said as much like like gelatin gelatin um latex foam latex uh, silicone prosthetics i put on and different costume things and you know i've never had that kind of kind of experience before and it hit me the, for the first time and and let me know that's a real thing that you have to that's a real thing and whenever especially for being the blob man suit that was a really big heavy one especially we shot some days where it was hot outside it's that it was really really hot and uh, you can't allow your mind to go negative because once your mind starts going negative, it's really, really hard to pull out because you start spiraling down really quickly and and you have to really watch it. So, it's always just to be good to have, say, positive, have fun. If something isn't going right, then just like, oh, whatever, I'm here, I'm enjoying it and it's a really... For a creature actor that's in a, that kind of position that you just have to, or a superformer, super you just have to be really, there's a lot of mental challenges going on. And I'm sure that Doug Jones can tell you all about that for as many creatures and uh characters he's he's played. So it's a huge mental challenge, not only just knowing your lines, knowing your blocking, you know, all where the camera's at, what the framing's like, you know, all those different things, but like mentally just keeping it all together is is a challenge.
0: Mm -hmm. what advice would you give to someone in that position then just try to stay positive
1: yeah stay positive don't don't go dark don't go dark don't go negative just know just know why you're there and, and what you're what you're supposed to do and and also know too the important thing is that uh which you're supposed to be taken care of on, on set by uh, the makeup department, the special effects makeup department or prosthetics or whoever's there. So there's always supposed to be, and thankfully, in my experience, my professional experience, there has been, always been someone always there for me, saying, like, Kevin, are you getting too hot? you need to take your mask off? You need to take your your, your gloves off. If you need anything, let me know. I'm right here by your side. Uh, even though you may not see me or be able to hear me, like I'm right here. If you need anything, let me know. And and just to know that we have that that person there for us that's taking care of us is a big deal um just to know that we're not the um as a, uh, my friend drew had said uh we're we're still a person
0: <laughs> we're right.
1: not we're not just a we're not a prop you know uh-huh. we're not this creature or whatever we are a person inside a thing and um and we need to be taken care of of you know because we are in a delicate position and we are compromised in a lot of different different areas so yeah that's what I say. Just make sure that you're you have good people around you that are taking care of you and watching out for you. Absolutely. So are you working on anything currently? I am right now, but I can't really talk about it, but I'm working on a sure. on a on a show in New York right now and. Oh, very um cool. so yeah, so that's going really nicely, and I'll be able to post it talk about it later on and and what whatever. but uh, so thankfully that's going on and it's been a good time so far and I get to get to do some fun things. so <laughs>
0: well, congratulations on that. and uh Thank yeah, when, when more comes out, maybe we'll be back if you're up for cool. it cool.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, yeah,
0: totally. And any plans to do any more of the theater stuff, either, or, or the web series?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. What was that again?
0: Uh, any plans ever do any more theater stuff, either oh. musicals or uh, the web oh. series?
1: Yes, uh, I would love to do more theater. I love theater. I love, I love, I love producing. I love directing. I love show running. I love everything about the theater. It's I'm a theater actor through and through, and I, and I love. I'm a film actor as well, but uh theaters were it's it's intimate magic and entertainment with the audience it's intimate um and it's it's finite it's it's there and it's gone uh there's something about it so i would love to do that i've been wanting to do that for a while uh being here in la there are some opportunities here uh uh one place i really love is zombie joe's underground in north hollywood that's a great place they do a lot of fun like gnarly theater there but i would love to do it more uh right now in my time right right here right now is that uh, doing theater is is a commitment uh you need to have like weeks for rehearsals and prep depending if you're directing or acting or producing uh and then you have to have like uh three weeks of 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 runs uh for the show but and so for filming you don't know if you're gonna get the audition or get called tomorrow for something. And then you need to be flying to wherever next week. This is one of those things you have to have a flexibility and availability for. So right now that's, that's where my priority definitely is, is that make sure I have I'm available to go to Timbuktu if I need to, um, next week, uh, for a role. So unfortunately that's, I do want to get back to the theater world, but right now I'm just trying to juggle it to see exactly if that's even possible uh, as an actor right now. So, but, uh, but yeah, my friend Nathan, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna try to get a shadowbound out and as a feature and do that. We've also talked about doing a uh, different, you know, web TV, uh, web series kind of, uh, productions and things. So the nice thing about the web series is that, uh, you know, it's on YouTube, it's, it's be free. It has a wide audience. It's, it can be really well-received and, um uh, it's it's fun it's fun it's it's cheaper than doing other things uh like doing a huge feature or something so i don't know we'll see how we'll see how it goes so
0: yeah. well that's very cool
1: and where can yeah. people follow you to see what you're up to
0: not like for your home but I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, yeah, exactly right. Like here, like, oh, I know, yeah. <laughs> Let me give you my address. <laughs> come by anytime. You can practice that um, like your creepy smile. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> peering through the gates. Oh, come on in. <laughs> um, yeah, I have a website, kevinkeppy.com, K E V I N K E P P Y.com. And uh, of course, I am on social media, uh, Twitter, and Instagram, at uh, Kevin Keppy uh I'm also on Facebook too but that's my personal page so for friends we uh, I'll definitely be your friend but I don't I don't have a, a uh like a fan page on there sure. but um but yeah but definitely Twitter and Instagram is where I definitely post a lot of my stuff so yeah and I'll I'll definitely share everything that I have going on that's for sure all right very cool well this is really uh, fun to talk with you I really enjoyed it yeah yeah thanks Neil yeah thanks for having me and by the way I love your background here oh I love well, thank you yeah. it's amazing
0: yeah I added some colored lights to give me,
1: but yeah, I keep adding <laughs> more to it.
0: We got a little—I don't know. People send me stuff, so yeah, it's fun.
1: Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, but, oh, the you did mention there.
0: the creature, not to, yes, but uh, Ben Chapman uh, had on the show played creature in Black yeah. Lagoon on the land scenes. Um, oh, nice! I think two thousand seven, and so he sent he sent some he sent that and another thing he sent there were, I well I kept all of it, but it was a um his contract, not his original contract, but um a copy of his con the original contract from creature from the black. Oh, wow. Lagoon. I was like, this is like wow. a really wild thing, but he was a super nice that's guy. Awesome. Uh, ben Chapman.
1: Right on. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I'm sure you get to talk with a lot of really awesome people, you know? Yeah. And as and, I and get, stories, uh, not, I to,
0: not to be morbid, but as I get older, it's, you know, it's, it's wild to think of the people that's been on this no longer, uh, you know, with us anymore. Like Ben Chapman.
1: Oh man. Yeah yeah I'm sure yeah well I know my my friend Jeremy is selling French yeah, I'm sure you know who Jeremy yeah, is yeah right?
0: actually, yeah I've had him yeah. on the show a few times and uh, yeah, yeah and, uh, so yeah. I, was just,
1: I was just talking with him yesterday and he said, he said he's a big fan of yours and he loves your he loves your podcast and loves love talking with you and all that stuff so oh cool
0: yeah Jeremy's <laughs> great I like him a lot yeah,
1: yeah that's cool yeah yeah he does yeah. a lot of good work
2: <laughs>
0: yeah so maybe maybe that's got something new New York I don't know but I won't say anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs>